At a briefing on January 22nd, 2021, the executive director of the Blue Ridge Health District had a clear message for people in the greater Charlottesville area. There is a vaccination shortage, and I just need everybody to understand that. That's Dr. Denise Bonds, and she's one of several people featured in this January 24th, 2021 edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement newscast and newsletter. It also doubles as an episode of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report. We'll also hear from Dr. Kosti Safri from the University of Virginia Health System and Dr. Danny Ovula, Richmond's health director, who is also serving as the state's vaccine coordinator. Uh, right now in Virginia, we're getting about 105,000 new doses per week um, and clearly much more demand in that. And so why is that and how do we address it? That's what we'll try to get to on this program. This edition comes to you with support of the many people who have decided that this information is worth paying for. And I thank the dozens of people who have been able to do so so far. You're helping me in the early stages of a small business that seeks to sustain itself while informing the community. Our time in the 21st century needs to be documented, and I am grateful to those who are paying for my time to do this work. Now, let's get on with the things that you need to know about vaccine rollout as we approach the 11th month of the pandemic in Virginia. Before we get into the bulk of today's show, let's get a quick update on the numbers. The post-holiday surge appears to be receding slightly, with several indicators trending downward over the past several days. Today's count of 3,792 new cases reported by the Virginia Department of Health is the second lowest one-day count of the year, and the seven-day average for new cases has been trending downwards and is now at 4,735. Virginia has now surpassed 5 million PCR tests administered, and the seven-day average for positive test results is now at 12.7%. That number has been declining since January 10th, when it hit a high of 16.8%. There have now been a total of 10,132 cases in the Blue Ridge Health District, with a seven-day average of 82 new cases a day. The holiday surge has been felt more dramatically in surrounding counties. Nearly two-thirds of the 573 cases in Nelson County have been reported since January 1st, and more than half of Louisa's cases have been in 2021. In comparison, the city of Charlottesville has only had 20% of its 2,639 cases reported this year. Throughout the pandemic, a lot of planning has been based on an epidemiological model created by the University of Virginia's Biocomplexity Institute. Their model depicts several scenarios which could unfold under various conditions. The latest one considers new forms of COVID that are believed to be circulating across the world. The new variance scenario assumes a 40% increase in transmission rate and a potentially dramatic increase in new cases. In this scenario, new weekly cases peak at almost 75,000. However, peaks are sustained, with 65,000 or more cases expected for 10 weeks from late February to late April. By comparison, Virginia had about 50,000 new cases during the entire month of November. Including today's figures, there have been 33,142 cases since last Monday, compared to 40,449 the week before. That was the record. Take a look at the report if you want to look further, but do know that the last two sentences under model results reminds everyone that this scenario is not inevitable. 
Do your part to stop the spread, continue to practice good prevention, and get vaccinated when eligible. However, there is an issue with supply. It has been two weeks since the Blue Ridge Health District announced the opening of Phase 1B, and some in the community have expressed frustration with the rollout. Cynthia Neff is an Albemarle resident who spoke to the Board of Supervisors on January 20th. As this vaccine rollout has began having, you know, one problem after another, I started talking to a lot of people and trying to better understand, you know, certainly we can, you know, do this better, quicker, faster, more effectively. And, and I'm not sure that I'm seeing that in spite of a lot of people working really hard. To clear up some of the confusion, the Blue Ridge Health District held a press briefing on Friday. Here's Dr. Denise Bonds, the agency's director. We recently opened up vaccination to Phase 1B. This was a request by the federal government and an encouragement by our state government to really begin to offer vaccine to those who are at highest risk of having an adverse outcome if they're impacted. And that would be individuals who are over the age of 75 and to a large degree those over the age of 65 or those younger with comorbidities. Based on an email sent out on January 7th, the health district had originally anticipated opening up that phase in early spring. But they complied with the request and announced on January 15th that they would proceed on January 18th at the mass vaccination site built at the former Kmart building at US-29 and Hydraulic Road. An arrangement was worked out with the University of Virginia to supply people who could administer doses. However, Dr. Bonds said she learned of a major problem on January 20th. There is a vaccination shortage, and I just need everybody to understand that. There are 5 million Virginians that are currently eligible to receive a COVID-19 vaccine. Virginia gets each week 105,000 doses for the whole state. So you can see there is considerable demand and not much supply. For the Blue Ridge Health District, that means a weekly distribution of 2,951st doses for the next four weeks. Dr. Bonds said she learned on Wednesday that would be the new supply from the Virginia Department of Health as they contend with the shortage. Prior to that, we ordered what we needed for the uh, next week, Um, but the state quickly realized that they were getting twice to three times as many orders as we actually got vaccines. So they have switched to a per capita distribution system. For the next four weeks at least, the Blue Ridge Health District will need to figure out how to prioritize the limited amount of doses. Ryan McKay is the director of policy for the health district. The 2950 does fall significantly short of what we know we can dispense um, any given week. So what that means, we have to we have to plan a little bit more accordingly in terms of how we distribute vaccine to localities, but also how we apply that distribution to the guidelines that are provided by BDH and how we use an equitable lens to make sure that we're reaching all of the hardest hit uh, individuals in the district. As of Friday afternoon, the Blue Ridge Health District had administered 1,500 first doses and were scheduling appointments for 4,200 people using resources shared by the UVA health system. Dr. Bonds repeated again that there are limited doses. Please be patient. Um, We are trying to make sure that we uh, offer to anyone over the age of 75 a vaccine, but again, it's going to take us some time to get through the entire list. 
Dr. Bonds said anyone who has an existing appointment with the Blue Ridge Health District for a first shot will get their initial dose. Individuals who need a second dose will also get a vaccine. That 2,950 represents first doses only. Second doses are distributed in a second dis- separate distribution system, and we will contact individuals um, on a week-by-week basis to make sure that those people who need a second dose are given an appointment um, so they don't have to compete, uh, as it were, in the general IT system. As new supply comes in, the health district will be able to make more appointments. Dr. Bonds recommended people who qualify under Phase 1B to fill out the survey on their website, but she continued to urge patients. I want to set very clear expectation. At our current rate of receiving vaccine, it will take months to vaccinate all of the individuals that qualify under Phase 1B. Dr. Bonds said capacity would be expanded by the authorization of new vaccines. The Blue Ridge Health District and the Virginia Department of Health are also switching to a new computer system to make the scheduling process more efficient and less prone to glitches. There have been reported difficulties, as you heard earlier. In the meantime, Dr. Bonds repeated the most effective tools to stop or slow the spread of COVID. We need everyone to continue those great mitigation strategies that we have all become so good at. Please continue to wear your mask. Please continue to maintain physical distancing, wash your hands frequently and properly, and please limit your social gatherings, um, particularly with other households. We know that this has been a huge source of infection, um, particularly recently. You're listening to a hybrid edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter and the Charlottesville Quarantine Report. Today's Patreon-fueled shout-out comes from an anonymous contributor who was once again stating clearly, we keep each other safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, and keep your distance. It's not Dr. Bonds. Since Monday, the University of Virginia Health System has been helping to bolster capacity in the Blue Ridge Health District. They'll begin their second week tomorrow. Here's Dr. Kosti Safri, the Health System's Director of Hospital Epidemiology. We have plenty of capacity um, in terms of our ability to provide shots. Um, We're willing to do um, whatever Blue Ridge Health District um, wants us to do to to meet the needs of our community. The University of Virginia Health System has been vaccinating its personnel. As of Friday, the University of Virginia had received 25,075 first doses of vaccine. Um, of those, we vaccinated um, a, a total of, uh, we uh, provided a total of 17,321 um, total doses, and we have scheduled 22,693 um, first doses um, or have provided those um, vaccines. However, those numbers will begin to be much lower over the next few weeks as the supply chain struggle to keep up with demand. Dr. Safri said the work has been done to set up the system for when more doses are available. I think this is um, becoming a a clear realization uh, around the country that vaccine supplies are going to be limited. I think that we understood that from the launch of of this vaccine program um, and some of the initial efforts for the first couple of weeks um, as we got vaccines were to figure out that last mile, how to figure out how to get um, a vaccine into a person's arm and make it a vaccination. Um, that work is now done within our health system, and I think that's true uh, around the rest of our health district, really um, around the state and the country. So 
now that we have capacity to distribute vaccine um, and get it into people's arms, we're starting to see the, um, the supply is limited. Dr. Safri said he did not know how much vaccine would be distributed to the UVA health system. He said they have the capacity right now to deliver 1,000 doses a day, but the limiting factor is vaccine supply. Our hope is and anticipation is that um, vaccine production efforts are ramped up um, um, in, in, uh, in the next months and perhaps the prospect of having new vaccines um, come to um, approval um, within the next month or two, that we'll be able to um, further ramp up um, delivery vaccine to, to, to everybody. Just like Dr. Bonds had done, Dr. Sifri encouraged people in Phase 1B to sign up through the Blue Ridge Health District through its online portal to register. He said people should be prepared for changes as more information is known. Uh, keep attentive to how the situation may change. Maybe there's going to be other avenues to receive vaccine, um, perhaps through pharmacies, perhaps through your local, uh, through your primary care physician. Those structures aren't in place yet because of the limitation of the vaccine and some of the challenges with the current um, vaccines that we have available. Dr. Safri stressed it is crucial that people who have been vaccinated continue to wear a mask, continue to follow social distancing protocols. The vaccines are all approved under an emergency declaration, and not all of the research has been done. We don't have a lot of information yet as to whether um, being vaccinated reduces the ability to carry the virus. There is some information from the clinical trials that suggests that it does um, uh, reduce the uh, amount of virus um, uh, that people carry and that some people may no longer carry the virus in addition to being protected from the vaccine. But I think it's still too early to tell. Virginia has 35 health districts, and Dr. Danny Avula runs both the Richmond and Henrico departments. Now he is also playing the role of vaccine coordinator for the entire Commonwealth. He began a press briefing on Friday with a statement and a question. Right now in Virginia, we're getting about 105,000 new doses per week. Um, and clearly much more demand in that. And so why is that and how do we address it? Health districts across the Commonwealth have moved quickly to create vaccination sites and to train people to administer the dose. However, there is just not enough vaccine yet to go around. Clearly, to get to our goals of, of herd immunity, to get to 70 to 80 percent of the population uh, vaccinated, we are going to need to have that kind of infrastructure uh, but right now, when we're only getting 105,000 new doses a week, uh, that infrastructure will sit idly until our supply increases. On Sunday, January 24th, the Virginia Department of Health reported that the seven-day average for vaccinations is now at 21,007 a day. The dashboard reported 474,979 doses administered, which is less than half of the 1 million or so doses that Virginia has received. Dr. Avula said the reason for some of that gap is that CVS and Walgreens are only slowly rolling out the distribution of the vaccine into long-term care facilities. That there is a, a, a large number of doses, probably around 100,000 at this point, that have been distributed into Virginia uh, but have not been uh, administered yet, right? The, the CVS and Walgreens are, are working through those various nursing homes and assisted living facilities as quickly as they can. Uh, we have been on the phone with their state leadership multiple times this week, and they are uh, accelerating their pace. But back to the allocations for health districts across the Commonwealth, which are much smaller than had been anticipated. 
Dr. Uvula, said Phase 1B covers a very large portion of the population, all of whom are wondering when they're going to get their vaccine. The challenge of this is when you're only getting a couple thousand new doses a week to be distributed between hospitals, health systems, uh, health departments, providers, and pharmacies, uh, how, how do you do that in a way that even comes close to meeting demand? And the answer is you don't, you can't. And, and understandably, that has led to uh, a, a great deal of confusion and frustration on the part of our, of our public. We can expect to hear more questions in the weeks and months to come. And these health briefings are expected to continue. Before we go today, one piece of federal information. One of President Joe Biden's first actions in office has been to sign an executive order that invokes the Defense Production Act, which could help speed up the production of vaccines. Here's a quote from the executive order. The federal government must act urgently and effectively to combat the coronavirus disease pandemic. To that end, this order directs immediate actions to secure supplies necessary for responding to the pandemic, so that those supplies are available and remain available to the federal government and state, local, tribal, and territorial authorities, as well as to America's healthcare workers, health systems, and patients. These supplies are vital to the nation's ability to reopen its schools and economy as soon and safely as possible. And that's it for this edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Report, which this time does double as a somewhat little different Charlottesville quarantine report. As you may recall, that is the program I put together initially to begin to try to understand what was going on. And I'm just like you. I'm still trying to understand what's going on, too. That's why I became a journalist all those years ago, and it's why I'm doing it again. Thank you very much for listening. If you benefited from this program, please share it with somebody else and please ask questions. Uh, That's how we make things work in a democracy. We ask questions and we try to get the answers and we try to share information. And that's what I'm here for. And it's what Town Crier Productions is here for. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host and the president of Town Crier Productions. We'll be back tomorrow with another installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. Before that, there'll be a quick look, a written look into the week ahead. Uh, These are local government meetings coming up in this community. Uh, Thanks for listening today and stay safe and do something nice for yourself or for anybody, really. 